Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am pretty positive that Reggie Jackson is going to sign back with the Clippers, Chuck Mockler. <laughs> uh, and we are your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast, just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks who bring you Clippers stuff currently five days a week during free agency. We'll, we'll see how things go. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Anyways, uh, we're kicking things off talking about Reggie Jackson. Look, I think there may have been a leaked piece of information that came out today that is a strong indication that Reggie is coming out, so we can't wait to discuss that. There's also been some kind of Ben Simmons rumors kind of floating out of nowhere, Uh, and then we're also going to touch on the third center situation, which does still need to be solved, especially with, you know, we're still not sure about Serge's availability as well as the timeline for Vita Zubats. So we're going to talk about all that. And then we're going to talk about the summer league presser. Uh, we got some availability today from coach Jeremy Castleberry. We also saw uh, Keon Johnson as well as Jason Preston. So we can't wait to talk about that. We are absolutely hyped now for Way summer league after this, after this presser. And then in shavings, oh my God, the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Batum had a game-winning block versus Slovenia, sending France to the gold medal final against the USA. Uh, so we're going to talk that. We're also going to talk about the Brandon Boston Jr. He released some clips with Rondo. They're working out together. Uh, and then also Robert Ori has some stuff to say about how Clippers fans should feel. <laughs> Noted Clipper fans, so he should know how we feel. Anyways, all that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to let you know, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. They bring you this podcast. Bring them your business. You are Locked On Clippers. Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to just what we're calling, I guess, the free agency recap, the daily free agency Clippers recap. Um, again, not a whole lot of stuff to recap, really. Uh, pretty quiet day for the Clippers. It's like, so funny how the first 24 hours is like, bam, 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 bam. And then it's just radio silence. Yeah, now we're just waiting, I guess. Um, so, like, it it feels like there's maybe a sign-and-trade happening. There's been some scuttlebutt in regard to the DeMar DeRozan thing. We talked about it yesterday. But there's been a delay in the BJ Boston draft day deal being complete. Um, it, I don't – I just don't know what we're waiting on. We, you kind of crunched some numbers and said that Boston could kind of maybe offer him, like, four for – it was like, what was it, four for – 60 or something like I that. I think they could like, get I think they could get to 4 to 60. Um it would be a little bit it'd be a little bit of a stretch. I don't know what the future of of Marcus Smart would be with the Celtics in that scenario. I mean that's kind of a lot of money to 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 be paying your guards and hey, we know a thing or two about paying a lot of money to guards over here at Locked on Clippers. Um yes. so yeah, I I don't know. I, I think that Boston is still a strong candidate. They can also just offer him a starting position, um, you know, which the, the Clips are the only other team really that's that's sort of in the mix that I think are a, a contender that can offer him that, you know, like that kind of a role. Um, once again, as, as we keep saying on here, I feel like the strongest pitch the Clippers have is the role that they can yeah. give him. He, which is he borderline knows, the starting point guard. Like he'd be starting. He will be the starting probably. point guard. Yeah. I think he will be the starting point guard this this season. Uh, I think that he's earned the spot, and I think that, you know, there's a comfortability factor. There's also a factor of, you know, like, you know, we know what this team has meant to him in his career and sort of his journey as an NBA player. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I still feel good about it. Uh, more good news because, uh, look, 
in Jason Preston's uh, Summer League media availability, he mentioned guys that he'd been working out with. Uh, and, he, you know, he dropped kind of some of the usual suspects, Kennard, Mance, Scrub. <laughs> well, I mean, guys that you figure are probably there working with the young guys. But yeah. then he also mentioned that Reggie Jackson has been there working out every day, which yes. you got to feel positive about. Yes, that is such a great thing to hear. Also, Jason Preston, definitely still a young player who needs to maybe get schooled in how the Los Angeles Clippers do media, which is not tell, don't tell anybody anything that they might not have already known. Um, so I'm happy that Jason Preston kind of spilled the beans on that. That's a good thing for sure. I think, I think we just got to wait. I don't, I don't know if it's Reggie taking his time. I certainly hope it's not the Clippers taking their time, sending him an offer or something like that. Um, if there were to be a sign and trade, who are some rational candidates that it would be for a name that I was kicking around on Twitter. This was pulled out of thin air. This is not based on any scuttlebutt. Um, Marcus Smart, like if the if the Celtics, it seems like the relationship there is kind of weird. Um, if the Celtics want to move on from Marcus Smart, the salaries aren't that hard to match, really. They would definitely want an asset from the Clippers, be that Terrence Mann, be that Zoo, be that draft picks, whatever. Too high. I agree it's too high, but like... Re- sorry, Reggie Jackson. No, Reggie Jackson plus an asset for Marcus Smart on an expiring contract of 15 a year is, is too high. For sure. So I'm like, I'm not sure who the sign and trade candidates even are. Cause I don't know who would fit after what we've seen this last season with the Clippers better than Reggie Jackson. Like he would find out he was starting sometimes right before the game and he would still come in and crush. Like, I'm just not really sure who is going to be there that we'd want to give up Reggie Jackson for to end up, you know, kind of taking his space. And I'm assuming doing the exact same thing that Reggie Jackson would be doing for maybe more money. Well, that's the thing too, right? Like, I mean, it's a lateral move, like not even talking about skill, just looking at the contracts. I mean, it's a lateral to below lateral move to do a sign and trade for, for Marcus Smart. He makes more money than what we would be offering Reggie. So, it, you know, like in the term of next year's salary cap, I mean, sure, he's an expiring. If maybe you think you can go out uh, and and with a fully healthy Kawhi and roster, depending on what this team does this year, and, and maybe land a whale of a point guard, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be a consideration. But in terms of this season, I, I think it's a lateral move at best. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I would say that, like, the regular season, a lateral move for point guard, you're like, whatever, that's fine. But postseason, we saw what Reggie did. I don't – I'm not – sure what would happen this next postseason if you would play that well we definitely know it's possible but that familiarity having any other point guard makes the clippers worse in the playoffs if they don't have reggie jackson starting and it's just some new guy um something random that gained traction on thursday is ben simmons apparently wants to play for quote unquote one of the california teams californians (laughs) it sounds like your angry like grandfather talking about a guy not wanting to go um he's apparently not returning the 76ers calls he doesn't want to be traded to the raptors or blazers but like we said he does want to go to one of the california teams i think we can rule out like i don't think he's going to the kings um like that doesn't seem like it's going to happen and i also don't think that the lakers would work because They don't have anything to trade um, after all these other deals go through. So it just kind of generally seems like it's between the Clippers and the Warriors, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like Ben Simmons, the fit on the Warriors, I mean, I think is great. I, you know, I'm not exclusive in that opinion. Uh, I just, I think that the asking price is too steep and, 
I, I mean, like, look, I, I think the idea is tantalizing of, of somehow landing Ben Simmons on here. But like we from what we've heard of what the asking price is, it's like cool. multiple firsts. And we don't and even seconds. have it. Yeah. It, like uh, or, you know, a player of an extremely high caliber. Like, you know, we're not giving up Paul George. I'm, I, I could be wrong, but in my mind, there's no way that's even on the table. <laughs> I hope uh, not. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I, I think after this postseason, I don't know how he would not be an untouchable. Um, right. So I look, I mean, like, it's fun to think about these kind of scenarios. I don't see any realistic scenario in which uh, Ben Simmons is on the Clippers. Same with John Wall. Same with any of these guys making substantial amounts of money that you'd have to kind of like pair with that. Um, something that's a little more dire for the Clippers. And we've kind of talked about this with increasing like sense of urgency. I feel like over this week is the third maybe second center situation. Ken Birch off the market, back with the Raptors for three years. Great for, deal. Great deal for the Raptors. Three for, three for 20, I think. I mean, that's a, I, I feel like that's a pretty quality contract. Absolutely. So now the Clippers are kind of left with like, there's Baines. We got, we know where there's Patterson. We know Boogie's available. Like, I'm, We're looking at, I, I feel like, I mean. Am I irrationally nervous about this? No, not at all. I, I think I think that it's right to be nervous for a, a couple of reasons. A, I mean, as you mentioned, like the the number of viable candidates on the market, which, you know, you have to sign outright. I don't think we can make a trade, um, yeah. is dwindling. Uh, and the other thing is, it's just the amount of flexibility that we have is, is pretty limiting. I mean, we're yeah, really, non-existent. I, I, we're really pretty limited to either getting someone on a vet min, or if we could get someone on the MLE of that, like, it's like what, five and a half number. Um, so. Maybe a little less even. Yeah. Yeah. So, something like that. So it's, I gotta be honest, it's pretty slim pickings out there. Yes, it is slim. But it is a need. I, I agree it, with you yeah. 100%. I agree with you 100% there. It is a need. We, I mean, we don't know if either of our two main rotation centers are going to be available opening night. Uh, so, yes, I would say that it is maybe the direst of needs. <laughs> for sure. We hope to have an update for you um, on the next episode about Reggie Jackson coming back to the clips on that classic 4 for 47 deal. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking some Summer League presser highlights. Coach Castleberry got us way too hyped up for this Summer League season. But first, we talked about him up top, but we got to give him another shout-out again. Big shout-out to Rock Auto. Uh, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Wyandur often... They do their best. It's just difficult. Wyandur often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like who is number 45 on the Clippers? And you say, Keon Johnson, dummy. And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Your phone's a computer, people. And Rock Auto is a family business serving DIYers for over 20 years. It's a very long time in internet time. That's incredible. Um, Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, and motor oil to even new carpet. We encourage you to discover your own car part needs. Check it out. Uh, they have a very easy to explore website, which is fantastic. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on and they're how did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Okay. So we're back and we're finally talking the summer league roster. Yeah. It, it was released today and we had some availability from some key summer league guys. Chuck, lead us in. So Keon Johnson, um, Jordan Preston on the roster for sure. They're waiting for kind of the dust to settle um, from the BBJR trade. 
the the Boston Junior trade. So he's probably going to join, I'd imagine. Um, we're going to talk more about Boston Junior coming up. And then Malik Fitz also likely to join. Keon Johnson has some good availability, kind of short today at the presser. But he mentioned he wants to work on being a three-level scorer and said that working out with Don McLean was great because he taught him how to love the grind. Um, yeah. Which I yeah, like. Say- yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I like it too. Yeah, you said improving his shooting uh, is, is a big thing that he's working yeah. on. We, I mean, we talked about it in our last episode, uh, sort of like from what we've seen of the athleticism, I'm expecting the finishing to be there. Uh, oh, yeah, so it's, th- we that, know that. What, yeah, that's one of those things I will be evaluating sort of at Summer League, just sort of how his physicality is going to translate at this intermediate next level, still the next level. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, him turning into a, a three-level scorer is, is going to be absolutely incredible. Um, he said that a lot of other guys on the team have been really communicative in ways that he and the other rookies can improve on the court, how to sort of avoid some of the common mistakes that they fall into and make their games a little bit stronger, which is, you know, sort of the rhetoric that we've heard about this team over the last mm-hmm. year or so, right? Like they, they're trying to cultivate a culture where – it, I mean, everyone calls everyone else out and it's, you know, like it's, it's not to get down on you. It's like, it's try yeah. to, it's to try to uplift the try, whole, trying to light a fire for the exactly. yeah, right fans out there. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Jason Preston, who I miss. So I called him Jordan. Cause I'm too excited for the summer league. Jason Preston had some good stuff to talk about too. Um, talked about something that I love when point guards talk about, cause it's like a level of, of play that you just don't really get. Um, it's like, it's, it's where guys like the ball. Like, I love hearing about point guards be like, oh, I love practicing my teammates to see where I like the ball. Like, I think LeBron talked about this a couple of years ago. Like, you know, Corver liked it here. Kevin Love liked it here. Kyrie liked it here when they caught it. It's That's a big showing, bird thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just showing that he's an intelligent player who's using the tools that he has to try and be better. Like, he's not the most physically gifted guy, obviously, especially when you're looking like him next to someone like Keon Johnson, who has a 48-inch vertical or something like that. Like, So I'm excited to see what Preston can do for sure. I also, we get to see Jay Scrub ball out. Yeah, I'm uh, very excited to see Jay Scrub. I mean, he got a little bit of time in the playoffs. Who would have thunk it? Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) And it'll be fun to see. Amir Coffey's also on the Summer League roster, which is kind of like weird from a contract standpoint. He's not re-signed yet that we know, and there really isn't roster space for him unless a trade is made. Yeah, there isn't space for him yet. Uh, I think that this makes sense. Um, I don't know when his deadline is to um, to either accept this qualifying offer or, or shop around. Because the Clippers um, can rescind it by the 13th. Yeah. Which seems yeah. like a dick move. If you're going to offer someone the qualifying offer, then you rescind it. Like, what are you doing? This organization? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think that... I think that there's somebody out there who would be willing to to come close to that number. Um, yeah, I, I think he's out. shown enough in his limited time, uh, and I think that there's also the context of like if you're another team that that might be able to find a route to get him a little bit more playing time, you mm. might be, you know, willing to at least meet the QO uh, that yeah. we did. And 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 even still, I mean, uh, if a team offered him more, I mean, we would have the right to match. But I mean, it, it's still you know like he could still leave. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Daniel Ochuru, also on the Summer League roster. Man, I feel like there's a lot of pre- – I know that the Summer League, it's four games, it's whatever. It's not a defining thing at all in the grand scheme of things. But, man, I really hope Oturu shows some improvement. I hope Oturu, like, 
doesn't get blocked six times a game. I hope. Okay, so I, I just want to say one thing. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you remove the final flop, the OKC game, right. uh, from his resume, are you as down on Oturu as you are right now? Yes. Purely because we would get DNPs from him when the Clippers would have eight guys. Like, fair it's, enough. It, it's fair just enough. this. He's thing not ready. Of like, he's, yeah. He's, he's not ready. He's, not, he's ready. not ready. And this would be just another. There's this thing that's been happening on Clippers Twitter. And I love Clippers Twitter, as we all know. We all we love Clippers Twitter on this pod, where the Clippers, where some people are like, oh, yeah, the Clippers drafted Terrence Mann at 48. They know how to draft in the second round. And it's like, that's really glossing over all the other horrible picks that we made that we sunk assets into. And this would be another one of those. Like, if Oturu is bad in the summer league, it's going to be another horrendous pick by the Clippers front office. And I don't even think that's that hot of a take. Well, to me, like, it makes sense to strike out on picks, especially, like, if you're in a situation like you are with the Clippers where, like, I mean – it's not high. Part, it's not a lottery. It's like, yeah. Yeah. For the most part, these are like middling picks. I, I think the thing that, that gets me um, is the same thing you're alluding to is just attaching assets to then make these bad choices is yeah. uh, it's, it's, a, I mean, it's a little frustrating for a front. It's infuriating that I, <laughs> that I feel like has done a lot of things, right. Like all, you know, a credit where it's due. I mean, they have made a lot of right moves, but drafting just has, historically not been one of them yeah it's it's you know we got we got the shea pick we got the man pick fantastic everything else has been pretty bad um but we'll cross that bridge and get to it hopefully a two where we want but there's like well. picks that are as bad in the same year as that that almost like they don't completely negate that pick but like right. i mean it is kind of like yeah okay but like you could have gotten <laughs> probably two rotation level players yeah, um, or, or just not another – and it's always been the same guy. And it, we'll, we'll do that on Locked On. The Clippers can't draft someday. Um, uh, Jeremy Castleberry is coaching the Clippers summer league team. And why this matters is that where, Castle, where Kawhi goes, Castleberry goes. Um, if you're worried about the co- Kawhi contact situation, which you really probably shouldn't be because he's been in contact with the front office about all the draft stuff, like this will help ease that worry. Um, I'm – I was so hyped hearing what Castleberry said. Like he he's got these guys playing first team Clippers basketball system wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he talked about the most important thing that he's looking for from guys or stressing through summer league is just kind of getting them used to the Clippers habits, like and their vocabulary that they use on the court, how they operate in the pick and roll, just the way they play overall, which I think um is a great standard to set because you want guys to be, especially, you know, the the Clippers the last two years, how, how things have gone sort of with rest and injuries. And then certainly the uncertainty coming into this year. I mean, you need guys that can, you know, fulfill that sort of bench motto of staying ready and like just being plug and play. Uh, And I think that's an excellent way to sort of get there. And he also stressed the same thing that, you know, once again, the same rhetoric we keep hearing from this front office, which is like getting in guys to, to places where they will be successful. And I think that that, you know, it's the goal of every team, of course, but I do really feel as though like over the last, the last season, especially has been something that they've really excelled at. Uh, and, and hopefully that can ring true for, uh, you know, certainly some of the, the second year guys who didn't see a lot of run last year, as well as the rookies. I think Preston is going to destroy this summer league. I'm like now firmly after hearing Castleberry talk, if they're going to be doing a whole bunch of pick and roll and stuff like that, Preston is going to have an elite summer league. Like there might be some overreactions. It's going to look real pretty. Um, a funny thing, Castleberry was wearing a shirt that said drive kick swing, which is like, 
<laughs> that also got me rationally hyped. Um, you have an interesting note in here about his pedigree and kind so, of something I, look, that's been I, happening to the Clippers assistant coaches. I'm just wondering after like the, the assistant coaches that we got poached um, this offseason, which, you know, nothing against those guys. It makes sense. They're all great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely earned it. But Casemiro's resume is a little nuts. I mean, he's been on the bench next to Popovich, next to Nick Nurse, next to Doc, now next to Ty for his second season. Uh, this is the first time that he hasn't had to switch a coach in the offseason. Which is it's, wild to think about. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean. When you follow Kawhi, that's what happens. But <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it's certainly interesting. Um, look, I, I agree with you in that I don't think that Clippers fans have anything to worry about in, in terms of the Kawhi re-sign. Um, but it, it definitely is another strong indicator. Absolutely. And Ty Lue was at the Summer League practice on Thursday, which is so Of course so he serious. is. Of course um, he is. You love to see it. I'm very hyped. I think that game that's on the ninth against the Bucks, which is going to be great. You get to see Keon Johnson dunk all over Giannis. That's going to be a good time. Giannis um, is not. Giannis is going to play in summer league this year. Oh, I think he's, I think I think he demanded to play. All. He wants to play every minute. He wants to show. It. He's going to be MVP of summer league too. Don't call him MVP until he's won a championship and MVP in summer league and in the actual league. Um, Coming up, we're going to be talking about how Nick Batum maybe made the greatest play in the history of the men, the French men's national basketball team. Brandon Boston Jr., another note that we have about him on maybe what happened in Kentucky. And then Robert Ori just being a bit of a dummy. Um, but first, Will, if I wanted to bet my money online, where would I do that? I have no idea. Oh, buddy, it's right in the name. You got to check out betonline.ag. BetOnline <laughs> bet is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus that's on top of your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts don't forget to use that promo code locked on all right welcome to shavings where we're just kind of hanging out kicking around uh the other stuff kind of going on in clippers dumb i guess if you missed it, which you might have, because the game, I believe, started at 1 in the morning uh, Pacific time, Nick Batum had the game-winning block versus Slovenia to send France to the gold medal game versus the U.S. on Friday night. Um, love it. Oof. Also, if you've been watching the Clippers, you know that Batum has blocks. The man had an absurd amount of blocks this year for the Clippers, consistently makes life tough for Luka Doncic, eliminated him yet twice in the same year. We love to see it. Anytime the Slovenian dumpling um, is bummed out about a loss against the Clippers player. We're usually on board with that. Um, this is also the the French national team. This will be their first medal in men's Olympic basketball since 2000. So this might go down as like one of the greatest plays in the history of the French national team. I just love that Batum, he signs with the Clips, he's coming back. Are you rooting for the U.S. or France during the gold medal game because I'm torn if I'm being totally honest I just want to see a hell of a game I mean I think it's awesome <laughs> there's that a chance the U.S. just just kicks the shit out of them but <laughs> oh yeah yeah I mean I, I think it's awesome that you know the worst at this point France could do is silver I, I think that's yeah. still so impressive uh especially just I don't know man like the USA is so stacked 
in the basketball department, it, it's like, I mean, it's a huge disappointment when they don't snag the gold. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that it's awesome for the French national team. I, I love the play. It's like just a, a perfect block. The guy's going a little bit late for the layup, and he just – the timing is perfect. Um, loved it. Absolutely. But shout out to Nick Batum. Shout out to Lily Batum. Hope they're having a good time. Um, Brandon Boston Jr., it was seen BBJR, as he's known on this podcast, was working out with Rajon Rondo in a recent clip, which tells us that Rondo – probably staying doesn't seem like he might be They're getting shaded as a pair <laughs> oh god um but that was interesting i guess it's nice to see um brandon boston working out with rajan rondo i don't really know what they're going over i hope it's only passing um we well, missed you, i mean you saw the clip he's like shooting a shot a that i would ne- that i would never want to see him take in a regulation game so it's uh yeah good truly stuff. unless rondo was guarding him um good stuff uh, a Twitter user, AR underscore Greenscales, brought up something that we missed when we kind of, last episode we were talking about kind of Boston's maybe wonky development at Kentucky. We missed that he had a broken finger when he was playing at the University of Kentucky at one point, which absolutely had to play a part in some of his weird development. So I think oh, that's absolutely. another thing we can kind of add to that. Here's maybe why things went wrong. Here's, you know, it's not a bad pick, right? The upside is just definitely there. So I also, I just hope he gets on that summer league roster soon like i think friday is when kind of everything settles from that trade that we made so yeah hopefully we'll see the pick from the la clippers social team that's like wheels up to lv is, is there even such a thing though at, at like as a bad pick at, at that late of a pick that's I mean, how like, i feel i feel like it's either like it's a good pick if they end up playing for your team for more than if the, two years if they like oh man if they end up sniffing the rotation i feel like that is a yeah an incredibly good pick at, at that deep it's literally either that or you draft an mvp <laughs> like it's like or you get like a super late elite guy um closing this episode out uh robert ori big shot bob said that clippers fans should be mad at Kawhi for not signing yet he said that it seemed like Kawhi was sitting back and quote unquote waiting to see what other guys were getting end quote contract wise which doesn't make any sense if you understand how the NBA salary cap and contracts work. Like, it's not He's, like baseball. Like, if this were baseball where there's no salary cap, sure, sit back and see what the other top free agents get. See if you can leverage that and get your deal. Kawhi is a max player. There's a, oh, yeah. there's a limit where he can go, and that's what he'll get. <laughs> like, it just doesn't. And also, someone pointed out, like, I think AD took, like, 13 days to re-sign with the Lakers and all that stuff like it's really just kind of an interesting like people are so mad that Kawhi doesn't speak to the media oh yeah yeah I I mean fully I it's one of those things like it I I kind of feel the other way about it I like that in this era of where we know probably too much about every uh, professional athlete we have no idea what Kawhi is doing I mean we have pretty strong indications like as we've said throughout this podcast and throughout free agency um and, and confidence that he's going to return. Uh, but I, I, I like that there's like an air of mystery. And I oh, like yeah. that, you know, he is this rare breed of, of I don't know, like st- private celebrities. For sure. He also, Kawhi randomly retweeted a tweet from 2015 when he went to say what's up um, to the, uh, why am I blanking out, the San Diego State coaches, which... I don't know what that means. Like, did he just log in and decide to 
go through his old mentions and see one from 2015 and then retweet it and just be like, Oh, that's a good time. Like he retweeted the tweet. And I thought I was like, I Googled the coach to see if this was some weird hint that he was going to go somewhere else. But no, he just retweeted a tweet from 2015 in 2021, which I don't think anyone has ever done before. Uh, I disagree with that, but 2015 and 2021. A yeah, people are trying tweet? to freezing freezing cold take people. Or, oh, that's a good call. Clown um, somebody all the time, not maliciously. How about that? This is the first yeah, time someone in, in earnest. In earnest, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we hope whatever Kawhi is doing, he's enjoying it. I'm sure he is. He's probably spending time with his family and just looking at that contract that the Clippers are going to give him. Um, next well, episode. Looking- Looking oh. to see what everybody else is getting first. Yeah, he's like, honest. whoa, wait a minute. He's like, what? He's like, wait a minute. Birch got three for 20. What are they going to give me? <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be great if he was like, give me the Birch. And I was like, sure, dude. Um, next are episode. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Kawhi, we're going to give you a one out. Um, next episode, which is probably going to be on Monday. Um, hopefully we'll have some Reggie Jackson news. Let's Yes. Let's hope we do. We're going to be previewing the Clips versus Bucks Summer League game, which goes down on Monday. Who isn't hyped for that? Um, and then, of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, which I only hope is Reggie Jackson re-signing and us signing a third-string center. Be it Aaron Baines, be it Boogie again, I just get a body in there. Um, that about wraps it up for us. Um, Will, where can these fantastic listeners, if, if you're listening during the offseason, big shout-out to you. We, appre- we need it so much. We love you're, it. You're learning. You know, you're learning about the team. It's a great way you can become a fan is just to know what you're actually talking about. Um, where can these people tell their friends to listen to our podcast? They can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You mm-hmm. can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works flawlessly every time. Uh, yeah, during free agency, we will continue to come at you five days a week. We could not be more hyped to talk about Summer League. Keon Johnson, I think, has got us all out of our seats. We're all riled up, uh, and we're happy to bring this news to you. We absolutely are. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.